This is the Six and Stacks podcast with Sean Drotar and Jen Piacenti. Welcome to the Sticks and Stacks podcast on the Sawdust Podcast Network. My name is Sean Drotar, your host. You can follow me on Twitter if you'd like at S-D-R-O-T-A-R. And as we get near the All-Star break, it's time to look at some baseball opportunities. And that means Jennifer Piacenti joins us. Follow her on Twitter at Jen Piacenti. That's P-I-A-C-E-N-T-I. How are you doing, Jen? I'm doing great, getting ready for this all-star break and the home run derby, and I can't believe the season's already halfway over. I know. It, it's really gone rather quickly. I'm, I'm recording this out here in Denver where the all-star game is, is going, so we're uh, getting seeing a lot of excitement happening around town when the all-star game comes into town. Uh, the home run derby, of course, when you're talking about Coors Field, uh, yeah, that brings a little <laughs> bit of excitement, but we'll talk about that a little bit next week. Today, we have three games that we'd like to look at, starting with the Blue Jays and the Orioles. Yeah, Blue Jays and Orioles at Camden Yards. All I can think is offense, offense, offense. And we've seen the run totals just smash the last couple of days. Camden Yards is such a hitter's park. And then you have the Blue Jays who have scored the second most runs in the league on average per game, 5.21 only behind the Houston Astros. So you look at this game and I think, oh, there's lots of ways to play it. Now, I like the Jays to win. Um, They are favored by quite a lot, minus 200. So let's look at some ways to make a little more money. Uh, One thing I want to say is when I look at a game like this, one thing that's often fun is to put together a bit of like a home run parlay. So say, you know, you look at this and you say, look, this is basically the Blue Jays and Alec Manoa, who's been very good, versus the Baltimore Orioles bullpen right originally it was announced it was keegan aiken they just changed it to be um dylan now so it's essentially a bullpen game and if you look at the baltimore bullpen they have the seventh highest era on the year and the third highest since june 1st okay so (laughs) the chase are probably this is is why you're 28 and 58 baltimore (laughs) Exactly. So um, so I'm looking at this. I'm like, how about a three home run parlay? Put down five dollars, turn it into two hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, this is a huge long shot, but this is the kind of fun stuff that you can do. And we have seen a major, major difference since June and the sticky stuff's crackdown. League batting average has gone from two thirty two where it was uh, in May to two forty seven. And league ERA is 4.47 as opposed to 3.99 where it was back in May. So, yeah, and that's such a it's a shocking number. I mean, it's clear that that's what the effect is from because it's that's such a huge jump from month to month across the league, and uh, it obviously means that if you're on top of these things, you have opportunities now. And you know, there's a team in in Toronto that uh, knows how to hit it out of the park. They've got a few yep. guys. They do. They have a few guys that can hit. So, uh, so, yeah, so I like the Jays to win. Um, I like to potentially put together some kind of a home run parlay. And let me tell you about um, a couple of strikeout or the strikeout prop I like. I like Alec Manoa for over five and a half strikeouts. Um, he has struck out six in each of his last two starts versus Baltimore specifically. And then last time out versus the race, he struck out 10. So he's only getting a little better with the strikeouts, uh, for over five and a half strikeouts. It's minus 160. If you want to go a little crazier, and I think this is very reasonable over six and a half strikeouts, it's 
plus 125. Well, they do have, you know, a pretty high strikeout rate since the beginning of June, Baltimore. So I might be willing to roll that one at plus 125. Yeah, that's uh, this is really such a one-sided matchup. It is interesting. Mm-hmm. You have to be a little creative the way you're looking at it. Yet when you have a good Toronto team with a lot of pop in a hitter's park against a, a team starting a Johnny bullpen day, obviously it makes things pretty easy. Trying to scrape out something where you can get into that plus ends up being a, a little bit of work. But as you can see, there yeah. are opportunities to and get it done. Let me mention one other kind of crazy idea. If you're yeah. playing DFS and uh, you want a GPP option, um, remember, I, remember I mentioned that they had faced Alec Manoa twice. Well, two starts ago, Ryan Montcastle had a two home run game. So in four at-bats versus Alec Manoa in his career, he's had two home runs. He's only $2,600 tonight on FanDuel. So Alec Manoa is really good, but he can be hit. So if you're going to do maybe a long shot parlay or a GPP, I kind of like Ryan Montcastle tonight. And of course, I always like Cedric Mullins, who's also still very affordable on FanDuel, 3,100. He just continues to hit, and uh, he has a 323 batting average with 11 home runs and 15 stolen bases versus righties plus when he's at home he has an ops over a thousand so you don't have to just play the blue jay side of this game and one final thing you could do that i kind of really like is i like taking the money line and both teams to score three or more runs like i said i don't I think love that yeah plus 145 yeah i love plus. that because when you look at that that baltimore uh, offense, the guys you mentioned, Mullins, Mount Castle, mm-hmm. over at the Blue Jays. Of course, we know about Mark. Uh, we know about Vladimir Guerrero, but Marcus Simeon right. also has yes. 21 home runs. You have six right. guys in double digits. Uh, that it's going to be 88 degrees. It's supposed to be at first pitch, so uh, you can expect the ball to be flying out. I I love it. This is not going to be a low scoring game. Yeah, I agree. And I like what you said about Simeon and Vlad. Now that they've switched from Keegan Aiken to uh, a righty, uh, their splits versus righties are extremely right-handed heavy. So um, go for those guys. I like them a lot in your GPPs, in your cash games, or on your home run parlays. All right. Well, we go from that game to another one that's kind of interesting over in the AL Central where you have two teams – with losing records, but there's still plenty of opportunities to be had when Detroit takes on Minnesota tonight. Yes, Detroit versus Minnesota. This is a crazy game for me to pick. I like the Tigers to win at plus 110. You know, over their last 10, they are 7-3. and three. And Minnesota, over their last 10, 3-7. and seven. Tigers trending in the correct direction. Minnesota, not. Um, I, I'm kind of doing this based on the pitching. You know, Scooble versus Hap. Hap has been absolutely hammered lately. His last outing, nine hits and five earned runs versus Kansas City. I really just don't like Jay Hap as a pitcher, so maybe I'm just picking on him. Tarek Skubal, yeah, he's going to give up some hits, but he's going to get you a lot of strikeouts. So I love him for a GPP, and I love this strikeout prop. Over five and a half strikeouts versus the Twins for minus 140. Um Tarek Skubal strikes men out like there's no question about it yeah he'll give up some runs but let me see last week he he struck out nine Astros two starts ago and went seven innings so if you can strike out nine Astros I think you can strike out this Twins team so I love over five and a half strikeouts and that's where I'm going there and a little bit of a crazy move again GPP for your DFS Eric 
Haas. Okay. Like who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You may have people who? going, who's that? I know he's a catcher and he absolutely can't hit righties. So if you're turning on the Tigers game and you're looking and they're facing a righty, he looks pretty terrible, but he absolutely mashes lefties. He's got a 333 batting average with eight home runs versus lefties this year. So you want to really, you know, dart throw here, 2,900 on FanDuel. And I'd also throw in some Jonathan Scope. Uh, he's slugging 552 versus lefties this year. He's only 3,000 over on FanDuel. So I'm picking the Tigers to win, and I'm taking Tarek Skubal for over five and a half strikeouts. Scope, by the way, leads the Tigers in batting average, home runs, RBI. I mean, he's the guy that's, that's their main weapon offensively. Yeah. And at that price, that makes a lot of sense because every time you can get somebody uh, on the cheap over there in DFS setups, it means that you can go get another star somewhere else that's maybe a little more reliable. And especially when you're talking about those big group tournaments, uh, that's what you have to do. You have to get creative and you have to separate yourself by making a team that isn't the same as everybody else's. That's exactly right. And so Haas could be that piece today. So could Scooble. Um, and if you save money on Haas, then uh, I think we're going to talk about a pitcher you could get from the next game. All right, we will take a look at that next game right here on Sticks and Stacks in a moment. Welcome back to Sticks and Stacks. I'm Sean Drotar, your host, Jen Piacenti. Our baseball expert is with us, and we move to San Diego, where the Nationals take on the, well, the Slam Diego, as they call it, and with very good reason. <laughs> yes, they do call it that for very good reason, and I'm going off of the... Reservation here, and I'm going to pick Washington to win tonight on the money line at plus 125. So I bet I know why you're doing that. Yeah, it has a little bit to do with a certain pitcher on the mound, and that is one Max Scherzer. I just think Max Scherzer is absolutely fantastic. He's been lights out all year. He strikes men out at a rate of more than 12 batters per nine innings, and he's only given up one earned run in each of his last four starts, and that includes last week to the Los Angeles Dodgers. So I think he can handle the San Diego Padres team. This is a pitcher-friendly ballpark. You know, if you're going to use him on FanDuel, he's $10,900. He's $500 less than you, Darvish, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, except I'm thinking maybe they're assuming that the Padres are going to get the win, which will get Darvish a few more points. But as far as strikeouts, uh, even on BetMGM, the strikeout prop is higher for Scherzer, and I'm actually going to take it. Over seven and a half strikeouts at minus 135. In his last four starts, Scherzer has struck out seven, eight, eight, and nine. He's had previous starts this year where he struck out 12. I'm going for it. Over seven and a half strikeouts, minus 135. On the other side, you Darvish has a strikeout prop of over six and a half at minus 145, which I'm also going to take because in his last three starts, he's struck out eight, seven, and 11. So I feel like that's a pretty good lock. However, the reason I think Washington is going to win over the past month, Washington has actually scored more runs than the San Diego Padres. Now, you might say, well, that's because of Kyle Schwarber and Kyle Schwarber is now on the I.L. with a hammy. Right. But all of a sudden, Juan Soto has come back into the conversation two games in a row with a home run. Uh, you know, if Scherzer can limit the damage, which I'm sure he can. I, the thing that concerns me about the Padres is Darvish, he's been doing okay, but if you go look at the numbers, he's one of the pitchers that has been affected 
by the sticky stuff. Uh, his spin rate's down. He has to really be perfect with location. I'm just feeling that the Scher- that Scherzer and the Nationals can pull an upset here. Yeah, I like that as well. Uh, he lost his last game. Darvish did against Philly. He gave up four runs in, in the six innings pitched. And I think you're right. There's been a little more variability in his game uh, over mm-hmm. in his last uh, basically his last four starts, for example. He's had two reads allowed, one earned run, and two where he's allowed four earned runs, including to a bad Rockies team in San Diego. So that that that's what I look at with Darvish, also, you're exactly right when you talk about strikeout numbers. Even though the spin rate's down, even mm-hmm. though he's bouncing around a little bit from game to game, he's still striking guys out with regularity. In the last three, even though he got that loss against Philly, no fewer than seven strikeouts in every one of those games, even though he's only going six innings. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's an interesting choice to pick the strikeout for both pitchers, but it may also make a lot of sense because th- these teams are uh, wobbling a little bit in their last 10 games. Uh, they're hitting better than most. The Padres hitting 277, the Nationals 294, but a lot of it comes off the home run. The uh, Padres are a team that slugs quite a bit as a team. Uh, they're basically hitting, uh, they're slugging 405 as a team. So we know they hit the big home runs. Maybe do you think in this game with all those strikeouts, maybe one or two of these guys might catch one and send it out of the park? Absolutely. I think that absolutely can happen. And that being said, you know, it's not exactly a home run friendly park. It is. Um, but, you know, it's warm enough. Of course, any of these guys could. You've got superstars in this game. Juan Soto, Fernando Tatis Jr., Manny Machado. I mean, Jake Cronenworth has been fantastic. So, of course, any of these guys at any time can send one out of the park. So I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Um, but I do think there it will end up being going the way of Washington. It's a, it's a yeah. little risky. <laughs> yeah, well, but I mean that's 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 the point, right? I mean that's what yeah. you do is you have to take some chances. So these are the times when you look at say a, a DFS and you're thinking, all right, I want to take Fernando Tatis at home. He's hot. Yeah, this probably isn't the the night to do that. That's why you can uh, go ahead and look at some lesser priced options that might be able to pop on any given night because. That's just kind of the way it works. You get a little lucky, you catch a home run, and all of a sudden, uh, you found yourself in good spot in some of those big tournaments. So, Jen, let's go back and look at these games again and, and quickly summarize what you picked and maybe pick your favorite thing to select. If you're just picking one, you said, all right, I have one that I feel good about. What's the one thing you're putting on for Toronto and Baltimore? I would say the one thing I'm putting on is Moneyline uh, Jays with both teams to score more than three runs at plus 145. All right. Get into that plus money with the favorite. That makes sense. Now, Detroit and Minnesota tonight, two teams that are underwhelming but good division rivalry. What's the one thing you're looking at in this one? Tarek Skubal over five and a half strikeouts at minus 140. Ooh, everyone out here is going, Tarek Skubal? Yep, that's why. <laughs> that's what you dig deep for. Last one, Nationals and Padres. We just talked about it. What's the one thing you like? You, you can't pick both of those strikeout props. If there's just one, what is it? It's you, Darvish, over six and a half strikeouts at minus 145. Even though you think they're going to lose the game, I love it. See, Even that's though. Yeah, this is how uh, you, we put things together. See, there's so many different ways to, to slice and dice it to find yourself in that plus money when possible. And Jennifer Piacenti is the person you want to follow to make sure you keep track of all of it. Follow her on Twitter at Jen Piacenti. That's P-I-A-C-E-N-T-I. My name is Sean Drotar. I'm your host at Sticks and Stacks, where we put together all the best Hockey and baseball action. Of course, hockey came to a close last night. So it's going to be me and Jen rolling with you for a little while. We'll catch you next time 
right here on Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network. <laughs>